Hi everybody and welcome to Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and this is your co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Oh my god, it's going to be an amazing show today. We are very excited because... Do you know what I'm bringing to the (laughs) show? Ow, my throat. What are you bringing? Vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Reeves, the Batman is out, everybody. We saw it. We have thoughts. We also have thoughts and urges about Batman. In fact, all the Batman, all the movie and TV Batman, we're going to talk about our urges exactly, and rank because, them. Yeah, Batman is like Santa Claus. He knows if you've been good. He knows if you've been bad. But also Batman knows how, like he knows everywhere all of your erogenous zones are. He knows exactly where to kiss you in the back of your ear to just make you go wild. Batman can fuck is what I'm saying. Batman fucks is the point. Batman fucks. I think we have an episode title. Batman fucks. And so far, there have been Batman seven fucks. live action Batmans. There's been six movie Batman, and there's been the TV show Batman. There's a few others. Who also had a movie? Legos. Uh, I think we're not counting people. We're not. Oh, hey, well, I'm not fucking a Lego. We're not fucking a Lego. I'm not fucking a cartoon. We're not counting the Titans no. guy. No. Uh, the one from Titans. No. Because no. Because we can't remember his name. <laughs> Um, from Game of Thrones, uh, but yeah, because he's last. So anyway, <laughs> right, right. But let's uh, we're gonna now do uh, the top seven. So starting in at number seven. So this is the least the Batman I would least want to fuck. And I'm sorry because yeah. I love the show, but Adam West, I don't want to fuck you at all. So he's at number. Yeah, seven yeah, me. yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if we were Adam West's age. But, you know, he was always just an old man to us because we're not that old. Now, I will say this. That Burt yeah. Ward who played Robin, mm, he'd be at the top oh, of my Robin yeah. list. Yeah, sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm, exploitive. <laughs> well, not at the top of your Robin list because we know from Titans that Robin. Oh, no, Brenton, be. Brenton. Oh, my God. All right, well, who's All your right. number seven? Um. Oh, my number seven is absolutely Adam West. Oh, okay, good. Who's your number six? Absolutely. My number six is actually an actor who I respect a lot. I consider him one of my favorite actors. There's very little I've seen him do that I don't love. In fact, he just won a SAG Award for Best Actor. However, I've never found Michael Keaton attractive. Right, right. Michael Keaton came in at my number five. And I love Michael okay. Keaton for all the same reasons. And I love Bat- the first Batman. He's an amazing Batman, but I do not want to have sex with him. But there is someone that I want to have sex with less than him. And it's sadly because I can't, I cannot, and I know we're supposed to look at what he looks like then, but I can only see what he looks like now, and that is Val Kilmer. Oh, okay. And also I was all never right. attracted to Val Kilmer, ever. He just yeah. didn't do it for yeah. me. Yeah. All right. I understand. How about we go to number four? Who hits your number four? Number five. This is number five. Number five. Sorry. Sorry. Number five. No, wait. No problem. I'm paying attention. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. No, that's because I said Michael Keaton was my number five, but you didn't list yours yet. 
Correct. And my number five is an actor. Another actor who I know he is conventionally very handsome. However, I've never been attracted to George Clooney. Well, well, well. That is my um, number four. Oh, look at that. Interesting. Interesting. Who is your number four? Is it Val Kilmer? No, my number four is actually Ben Affleck. Oh, Val Kilmer made it way up on the list. Wow. He sure did. Um, your so number four for you was Ben Affleck. You don't think Ben Affleck's attractive? I, I or I, or at this point, v- would you ben, fuck ben Affleck, but you would rather fuck the other ones more. I'm at the point yeah, now. Yeah, I, I would. Like starting with George Clooney, I would fuck them. It's just I'd want to fuck the other ones for. Yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton, Val Kilmer, Adam West, I don't want to fuck at all. But starting with George Clooney, I do want to fuck. Okay. Yeah, starting... I, I don't think I want to fuck Ben Affleck. I will say this. In the Days and Confused era, I thought he was very unattractive. Yeah. Um, what's That's that stupid Apples movie? Done. Yeah. yeah he he just, but he became more attractive. And like yeah. I feel like he's in... He's very attractive. He looked great as Bruce Wayne, I will say. Yeah. And he had that, like, thick daddy Batman thing going on. Yeah. And I'm just saying this. If Jennifer Lopez came back for seconds and she has that thick booty, you know he's swinging a monster dick. Yeah, exact. Yeah. And Ben Affleck was your number four? Four, so that means my number three is actually Val Kilmer, who I've always found very attractive. Then he became a hideous monster. But if we are yes. going by what they look like at the time, I yes. thought like Val Kilmer from Batman. Real Genius to Batman, Real Genius. So hot. You and me are the only fucking people that have top seen that secret goddamn movie. Right. Oh, top secret. Top secret. Is so good. Val Kilmer, so hot. He's so hot in that. Uh, I mean, yes, but still, I will say he's, but still, it's just not my, he's not my type. It just doesn't flip. It doesn't sure. steam my clams. You know what I mean? I like a hot blonde. I don't like blondes. I think that's what it is. I'm not that crazy about blondes. A dirty blonde. Well, I guess he's a dirty uh, blonde. I don't know. But lean, all right, say, well, my wait, number listen, three, this conversation. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go, go, my go. number three is Christian Bale. Wait, what? Yeah. 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 Okay. So your Affleck is number two? Yes. <laughs> Don't be number one. Girl, uh, all tea, really? That is... Yes, I really am. I that's really a confession. Have, I really want to have sex with Ben Affleck. I really would have... And also, really? I think it's a self hatred like a, a inner homophobia where he does seem yeah. very douchey and awful but that like kind of turns me on boston like, bully kind of yeah like, there's a whole thing where they're just like only straight men are attracted to ryan reynolds and i was like oh no i'm totally in it but i but i feel that Wait, it's the, the part of me that, that i am so attracted to ryan reynolds even though he's like very like straight man douchey kind Ooh, of thing so hot though but ben affleck is the same way and i totally would do it with him Oh, I just want okay. to want a Christian Bale. He has he just makes weird faces. And I will say just was that on the set of Batman where he screamed at that person? I think it was. a. Oh, I'm not sure what movie that was. I want to say it was like 
Maybe it might have been. I think it was a Batman movie. I just feel he's an asshole, and I feel he'd be a selfish lover. He can be a selfish lover. Like he honestly could like make me go on my hands and knees, and he would just sit on my back all day and use me as a chair, and I would I would think it's the hottest <laughs> thing because Christian Bale is Christian Bale. I, he, like, basically, everyone except my one and two are like i'd be like meh sure you can have sex with me but you're the lucky one christian bale is it's where the line is for me like mm, 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 mm. yeah he is so fine but i want to lick every inch of christian bale right right i i mean i I really do i don't know he he also he makes weird he like has a weird smirk he doesn't have a pretty smile. Oh, it's so hot. He has a lisp. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> I would I would do Christian Bale in The Machinist. <laughs> Are, he's anorexic in that one. What are you insane? <laughs> I would still do him. Jesus Christ. All right, but clearly we both chose Robert Pattinson as our number one. Robert Pattinson. Listen. Is, <laughs> Listen. Oh god. Has always been insanely <laughs> oh. hot, but we're just going to say in this movie this is this is a whole other level he takes it to a whole other level let's give a let's start talking about the movie since we're going to be getting into it uh let's do a one two three to say whether we liked or hated this movie are you ready brett okay yeah one two three i liked it a lot oh you just liked it i love yeah yeah no i I, like i really liked it I'm, i'm not like make my marvel essentially um you know, I remember getting kind of bored during Zodiac when I saw it. Um, what? And I, I feel like the same thing was happening to me here. But don't give—I don't want—I don't want this to be the narrative. Like it's really good. You were bored during Zodiac. What is wrong with you? A little bit. I yeah, can't a little do bit this anymore. I'm gonna. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> I um no, I really liked it. I also went in with very low expectations. Of I, I was yeah. just thinking that it was probably going to be stupid because I really, I wouldn't even watch the last Batman movie because the Superman one was so awful. Like, yeah, I, I, don't. I, I it was, was awful. Like, I couldn't watch any of the Zack Snyder bullshit. So I was just like going in with such a low bar and I just was like blown away. I also agree. It's incredible. The boredom thing though, this clearly could have been like 45 minutes shorter. It, it could have been easily half hour shorter, easily. I and would have been a much where tighter. someone just said, you know what? If he just walked faster, it could have cut a half an hour off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. He definitely embraces an economy of words. It's not Pattinson's dialogue that made the movie long because he is the king of the no. one word answer. Yeah. I, and I kind of love that about his Bruce Wayne. And here, I'm going to tell you something. I loved right. his take. Yes. He was emo, depressed emo boy. So and, depressed. And I was here for it. I was here. Oh, for I ate it. it up. And I'm gonna tell you this. Here's a controversial take because you're you're gonna you were going off on Christian Bale. I did not think Christian Bale was a good Batman. I'm just gonna say it there. I'm just putting that out there. And my main reason why is the Batman voice, which of course you have to do the Batman voice. But his just sounded, it was laughable for me. His Batman voice. I believe (laughs) Robert Pattinson's Batman voice because everything he said was like he was about to cry and he just wanted to go home and put on Nirvana and, and 
and a dashboard confessional and just like, you know, cut his legs. You know what I mean? I believed it. <laughs> I believed it. Um, I love that. I also add to his 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 sexiness is like, yes, he sounds like he's about to cry. He also looks at everyone like he's about to fuck the shit out of them. Yes. Like if I was a criminal yes. in an alley and Batman walked up to me, I would be like, oh, oh are you going to fuck and me? That, and, and that's why for me, the sexual tension in Batman Returns between Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton, that is like, and that's something that it was like, I've been missing that from Batman for so long because the sexual oh. tension between Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway was there's more sexual tension between me and my fucking grandmother. Like, yeah, exactly. Non-existent. Nothing. Exactly. Also, uh, these two Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. I'm like, what? I knew you were hot, but holy shit. She's fucking hot. You are like the hottest thing I have ever seen. When they're doing exploitative changing in the clothes, like I would be like, oh God, for the straight guys. I was like, yeah, bitch. No, I was into it. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I'm telling you right now, this is for me, Batman 1, The Dark Knight, uh, Batman Returns, and then I think this one. So this one's already. I, I completely agree. Four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And it might. This, I think if I watch it again, yes. it might eat past some of them. I was that into this movie. It's definitely better than I think the original Keaton Nicholson Batman. Well, but that one. Is, I, yeah, that one's Batman still like, Returns. That one's such a nostalgic thing for me that it's hard for me to replace that one. But it's so fucking. Yeah. Good. It's better than all the other Nolan ones except for Dark Knight. But that's mostly because of Heath Ledger. I, co- I, I, yeah, exactly. I completely agree, and I, I think also Dark Knight is just a very well crafted movie. It's like it is the yes. opposite of Dark Knight Rises. Like it's very well crafted. This, but so is this. This one but is the sexual tension, pretty incredible. Between Espe- Catwoman and Batman. Oh yeah, it is so good. And as someone who is constantly watching like romance stuff where I love a, like yeah. enemies to lovers, their first fight scene where they kept fighting each other, but then their faces would be in kissing distance. Oh, yep. I was erect. Which is like the perfect Batman Catwoman fight. Yes. That's what you want. It was so good. And then, and this Catwoman, she was like, she, she it was like, she kept saying her main thing that she kept saying is like, I can take care of myself. And she can. And the best thing in in it is that she's the one that would save him. Yes. She came to save Batman at the end of the day. She saves his life uh, and while giving me mine. Yeah. And then they fought. And I didn't think they were going to kiss. I thought it was like, oh, they're not going to do it. But they Ooh, did. Oh, they sure did. They fucking kissed. And I'm just like, oh, oh. I think... I'm not into cosplay or furries or any of that stuff. I think I might have Joe put on a Batman mask and have sex with him. Okay. I think he's got to do the I black think, makeup too under the eyes. Yeah, I think I could have sex with eyes. somebody with a with a Batman mask on. That's how hot that is to me. Oh hell yeah! It's like if he came out of a shadow. Oh, 
And then oh you then you my fought. God. And can we just you would have say, to fight him for a little bit. There was an incident where there was almost a riot, because also I will say I am friends with the sound effects designer, and he did this. He did the sound effects design for the movie. And so we got to go see it and we always go see it with him. And then we clap when his name comes up in the credits. But um, we went and we went to to a theater in Burbank and it was packed, like fully packed. Yes. And then I'd say about two minutes into it, right before the Riddler makes his first kill, like comes out of the shadows, the movie screen froze. Mm -hmm. Why do you have this luck with these movies? I'm telling you, it happened to me with West Side Side Story Story all over again. And it happened again. And then we, and it took about 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, we're going to leave. But people were like, and like people were getting angry. And I was like, I think we might be in trouble if this movie, if they're like, oh, we're we're canceling it. We're going to have to refund you. I think there might be a shooting or something. Because like people were freaking the fuck out. (laughs) But luckily. People love their Batman. Luckily, they were able to be like, okay, we figured it out. We're starting it back up. And then it was fine. But oh, I will say the beginning. But oh, my God. To add, but to add more time to this epic three-hour right? movie, so I'd be so long. mad. But the way it was in the beginning where he's just like, I'm everywhere. You know, it's like I can't be everywhere, but they don't know that. So I could be anywhere. And there's like three different crimes happening. And there's a shadow. Yes. And you're waiting for him to come out. of. Well, they, they all see the bat signal. And then they all yeah, look so they see into the, the shadows because shadow. they're terrified. And it was just such a, like a great use of tension. And I will say the cinematography of how everything was like black, white, and then the lighting would turn to red. Like this use of the color red throughout it was just so fucking Let's, good. To me, the shot with the use of the color red was, and this is going to get to the end, and one of my favorite parts of this movie yeah, is Batman's talking. transformation himself of how, what he stands for and what he thinks of himself and how he positions himself. Fucking loved that transformation at the end. But when he's holding the flare, leading the people out of the rubble in the water, forget it. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's so... One of the most gorgeous shots in a movie I've ever seen. The other thing I loved is that the very first thing you see is the title. And it's just the giant title, the Batman that overtakes the screen. The second that happens, I was like, this movie is going to be incredible. And also, can we... There's the And then as an overall thing, Batman is is a fucking detective and Batman works best when he's acting like a detective and trying to solve a mystery. And this was just him trying to solve a mystery, trying to figure out. That's why the Riddler Riddler was a perfect villain for this take. Because it's so, even I feel uh, the dark Knight because it was like more cat and mouse, like you kind of, but this one, you didn't know who the Riddler was. You didn't see who the Riddler was. You didn't know who his next victim was. There was this sense of like him working with, well, he wasn't Commissioner Gordon yet, but just, I guess, Detective Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, just working with him, well, trying to figure out clues and figure out the mystery. Like, that's what I want in a Batman. It is so wild to see Batman walk into a crime scene surrounded by cops and just be standing there looking at clues as Batman while all the other cops are like, what the fuck is he doing here? Just the fact that this guy is walking around in a Batman suit yeah. while investigating crime alongside the cops. It was I, like, you've never really seen anything like that of like, no. he's just another dude, but he dresses up like this. 
I will say it, it did strain my believability that even when he was knocked out and then brought into jail, they still didn't take his mask off. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, okay, I feel like they would have taken his mask off <laughs> immediately. But I, you know, speaking of Gordon not being commissioner yet, one of the things that works best about this movie is where Bruce Wayne is on yeah. his Batman He's journey. Just a couple this years. is a Batman that's only been Batman for two years. Do they say that two is years? perfect? Do they, they say do? They long? say two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is perfect for Robert Pattinson to play a Batman who's only been Batman for two years. That is perfect. I will say, because the one thing that I was missing, though, is he did kind of say where he's like, she's like, oh, the stupid Waynes, like they should be using their money for good to make a difference. And he's kind of like, none of that matters. Like, I think it's like. He's kind of like, I'm doing this because I realize my money doesn't do anything. It's not solving anything because there's so much corruption. My money can't fight the corruption. I wish there was a scene that kind of dealt with that of him as Bruce Wayne. We never saw him as Bruce Wayne in Bruce Wayne Enterprises. But then, of course, I saw the movie with someone who saw the whole original uncut thing doing the sound. And there was there was a cut scene. Oh, wow. Where um, he said that originally... um, Remember, he was just like, you need to meet, the board is here to meet with you. They've come here because you will yeah. never go there. That was a whole scene in the movie. Well, that's another thing I love is that this is a Bruce Wayne who has no interest in being Bruce Wayne. No, he just wants no. to be Batman all the time. And then for the Riddler to say to him, I'm looking, I, I it's, stu- what does he say? Like, I would ask about who you are, but I'm looking at the real you right now. Like, yes. yes this yes. is just like. Batman is who this fucked up guy is. Bruce Wayne exactly. is the costume. And Bruce Wayne is just so I just can like I love the fact that I don't know. And it's awful like hanging out let's just be honest. It would be really annoying to hang out with Bruce Wayne in real life. Like this Bruce Wayne would be like Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Play a violin already. Oh they my God! Died you don't have to do anything. Twenty Forget years it. ago, <laughs> you know, you're like, "Fucking get over it!" Jesus Christ again, like you know. But for me, it's just uh, I just love the inner angst and sadness, and I think he is the first Batman where that plays on his face the entire time. Exactly. Finally, it would, and I want to say finally. He's so depressed. Yeah. And they will. And they did kind of go into a weird thing where it was like, oh, actually, his dad actually was kind of evil, which in the in the movie, the Joker, um, Batman's dad is definitely evil. Um, And then uh, but then this one, they made Martha. uh, They made Martha in Arkham. They made Martha's maiden name Arkham. I was like, this is fucking interesting. It's interesting. But also that she was crazy. And that know what that suddenly, yeah. that made me think of, oh, do you know who the crazy Martha is? She's the Joker. But I guess, you know, she's dead. I was like, for a second, I was like, oh, are right, they right. going to go into crazy Martha is really the Joker thing? But they did not. But there is a Joker reveal. And I will say, I did not like the Joker. Joaquin me neither. is the Joker. However, oh, 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 the, yeah, I no, was I hated that. like, I would not mean walk. Jo- I would not mind Joaquin being the Joker in this, but he's not. In, 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 
I wouldn't mind this being like the same. Um, no, it, well, it's not. Never mind. But do you know who was the Joker? So let's cut to that. So one thing I actually did not like about the movie is that after Riddler is bound to Arkham, the person in the cellmate, uh, the person in the cell next to him who starts whispering to him and creates a friendship is the Joker. They show about half of his face really makes me think that the next thing they're going to do is the, the war of jokes and riddles. Um, but it's a uh, Druig from Eternals, Barry Kagan, yeah. the guy that was supposed yeah. to be Yorick. Yeah. I didn't care for that. I was like, I'm so sick of this character. I can't even see straight. Yeah, you could have done I'm, cause, cause so many other interesting like, things here. You still have the penguin. And yeah, I, I feel that the Joker is just like, we had the movie, the Joker one and like, like we've had two Jokers win an Oscar. Like, there's nothing else we can do with the Joker. We, we, nothing. we need to move on. And there's so many good other villains. I mean, I would love, I would love the next one to be about an evil poison Ivy, but then there's like a love triangle between Catwoman and her like that. Like there's so right. many other things you can do. I think I would have uh, loved a Mr. Freeze. I was about to say a Mr. Freeze, but doing the whole, but like not in an Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so many other um, bad guys you can, you can use. It's just the Joker. It's time to let it go. Or actually I, for a second thought it could be um, Harvey, Harvey Dent, Two-Face. Sure. I would love another yeah. Two-Face. I think that would be really fun. That would be cool. Although I loved the Two Face in the Dark Knight. What a surprise that was at the time. Yes, yes. Wait, you didn't. See now that I will say this. What speaking. You, what you um, well, no, no, no. It was just like I remember, like when it actually happened, and seeing him as Two Face. I was like, I didn't. Ex- I knew Harvey Dent was in it. I didn't expect like a like just to go that deep on Two Face in that. Oh, movie. you didn't think he would turn into Two Face in the movie. No, I I really didn't at first. Now, speaking of villains, though, I have to say the one who stole the goddamn show for me (laughs) was Penguin. Yeah, he's great. Colin Farrell, first of all, unrecognizable. I was every time he was on screen, I was squinting at my giant screen like, how the fuck is this Colin Farrell? Have you seen Colin? And then he was so. Yes. Oh, beautiful penis. Anyway, he was. Yeah. Oh, God. He was so fucking good. Yeah. That car chase scene. At this character. Chef's kiss. He he is. That that car chase scene was one of the most incredible Batman scenes and incredible car chase scenes I've ever seen. It was immaculate. He's so fucking funny as Penguin. I can't believe he does that character that well. I loved it. How about when they tied his hands and feet and he was trying to chase after them so he was waddling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Loved it. Loved it, loved it. Who I wanted more of? Paul Dano as the Riddler. When they finally got to that scene. He was great. When they got to that scene with him and Batman, finally, that scene was so fucking good. I was like, I want more of these two on camera together. Please, more. And it was pretty much all they give you. Yeah, that's it. 
but it's such a powerful scene. I loved it. He was fantastic. He to me, like I was like, this is almost at the level of Ledger's Joker, Dano's Riddler, almost. He didn't have enough time to to. He, he didn't you know have enough I mean? time, he, and he, he was doing like time, a stupid yeah. character. He the the character he, we thought he was was it turned out to be an act. The whole like you Gothamites, like we're like, yeah. oh, that's not him at all. It was it was just and very, and wait, I had no idea John Turturro was in it, and he was yeah. Carmine Falcone, and he yes. was so he was pivotal. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, this. I guess I did love it. This was a <laughs> this was such a good movie. <laughs> it was. It's definitely though. I do think it's same thing it with how Zack Snyder's like. I want to do my my cut. There's a time where it is. I wish there was like a producer. It's like, let's just. Hey, you know what? We don't need two minutes of Batman and Catwoman riding their motorcycles in the cemetery. We don't need it. The movie's over. Yeah. You know Although I, I mean? did. I thought it was adorable. It's adorable, but, yeah, but no, for absolutely. like 15 seconds, not like two minutes. I it, can see that, yeah, like that. they really spent, they spent time with everything, which is a good thing. There was nothing that was rushed. Everything had room to breathe. It was given its moment. It was deliberate. It was surgical. It was fantastic. And they're back in like, Chicago. That said, Chicago is the, is the backdrop. They're definitely shooting that in Chicago. I can recognize. Oh, definitely shooting, train. but but all the exterior, like all the all the like wide shots of the city were Lower Manhattan, but oh, every cool. scene in the city was Chicago. And yeah. I will say, the newscasters were our New York newscasters, the two oh, news funny. reporters. They were our New York one news reporters. Basically, but it's uh, a great just. The one thing I, the one th- the thing that bothered me, I was like, y'all are spending a lot of time on this El Rata Alada clue, like the whole like rat with wings. I was like a bat. No, I again yeah, that was, like, was it was a pigeon. Okay, no, no, it's a, I agree there. I agree there where it's like, oh, look at his amazing detective work, and then he couldn't think of rat with wings as being a bat. Was a bat. I know. You're like, give me a fucking. And then I found out that um, Rata Alada is actually a website. There's a RataAlada.com. It's like a like a promotional website. I'm like, y'all are just what are you like pushing people to this website? Like what? Why do you keep saying it over and over? So I thought that was a little Well, for all the straight male Batman fans, it sells Bitcoin. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But I, overall, I like honestly, I didn't expect walking away as with R Pats as my favorite Batman, but I think R Pats is my like he's not just the Batman I want right. to fuck the most. Like I think he's my he's favorite. The best. He's He's the best Batman. I, I will say he's yeah. the best Batman for me. He's what Batman is yeah. because he's smart and but also sad. He's the right mix of mm-hmm. smart and sad. And that's what yes. that's what you need. And sexy. His body looks great. His face in that mask, he his face is born to wear a superhero cowl. Yeah. Born. Oh, he's so good. Oh, I and love him, him so much. And then him taking the oh. mask off and just having the, the black makeup around his the eyes. Black. It's like, and, but so like the sexy. black makeup that so many other directors, everyone shied away from that. Like it's they all there. wore it. And then they, they all it wore it and then they, they pretended the they didn't. No, you have it. Keep it there. It's hot. It's there. It's hot. It's emo. It's my chemical romance. We love it. 
But hey, that but I will say that's changing. It is now not considered girly for a dude to wear eyeliner or for a dude to wear sure. nail polish. And that has only changed in the past couple of years. So Yeah. Yay. Yay. I, next Batman, I want and Batman. Yay for Matt Reeves. I want Batman wearing a dress. <laughs> Let's do that. Have you ever seen the um where I, I don't know if I'm using the right video game terms, but somebody it was a glitch or somebody did it on purpose. It was one of the Arkham games where they put like Batman's model, like Batman's skin on Catwoman's oh, and, model. Oh, but he, walk, he walked like Catwoman. And so he's so walking. He like, he's Batman. He's walking I, like Catwoman. Yes, I saw it. I loved it. It was great. Shit, she was so good. Zoe was so fucking good. She was so fucking Catwoman. God. Anyway, yeah. Should we talk about some X Men? Let's talk about some X Men books. Hit it. I want your X. Let's first talk. Come on! Shit. Let's talk about Devil's Reign first, since that one. I think the other two are a little more closely connected of the whole overall X world. Yeah, I mean, AKA Emma Frost. Emmerfrost's journey to heroism. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. This was really fun. I will say... It's fun! Because this is like back... I assume she was working for Fisk. Because it's because of... uh, What's her... What was the woman's name who could teleport? Yeah, Chantal. Chantal. She has to work for for Kingpin because he was able to hide Chantal. That's where all this is coming from, right? Yeah. And so yes. she's doing all of these things. And I love it where she's kind of like, what, what did Electric call it? Like, you're the soft touch and I'm the I'm the hard touch. Good witch, bad witch. Good witch, bad witch. And so she's doing all these very questionable things. And I kind of miss like, oh, yeah, she was much more of a villain. And that's kind of fun to revisit. I don't like it now. I don't want her to be back to a villain now. But I like remembering back when she was a villain. Yeah, but even fun. this is very much when Emma was in her villain days. I mean, this is... This is a long time ago. If you go by the fact that Spider-Man's wearing a black suit but didn't know that it was Venom I love yet. that. I love that note, too, where you're like, oh, this is right around Secret Wars where he first got his black suit. Yeah. It was very so smart this is, of how they were doing this. This is Hellion's Emma, you know? Yeah. This is, yeah. He- this is Firestar Emma. Yeah. And, and But retroactively, they're, they're writing her so that she wasn't even that bad then. She was just mixed up in shit. But back then, they still have her main motivation is that I want to help kids. So as soon as Electra was like, right. you know, I can't have any witnesses, this little girl. Because we saw that in the early one where we thought Electra killed this little girl. Yeah, but it turns the, out, no, she asked Emma to She asked Emma to erase her memories. Um, and I love that she basically pulls Spider-Man to help them in the battle. And that just sees all of his memories and knows who he is and knows his secret identity and then just kisses she's been holding on to that shit this whole time and she's like you're a great guy (laughs) never and she's like no but that was such a touching moment where she another here's another child that she has sympathy for empathy for and she she looks at him she reads his mind she's like what do you get out of all this she wants to know his why his want and she reads his mind sees the whole Uncle Ben thing and w- looks at him like with such sympathy in her eyes. You were, she says you were just a boy. 
And then she kisses him on the cheek and says, thank you for all you do. And here is the moment where in my headcanon, this is what this is the moment that pushed her to the side of the heroes. Yeah, this is what I, I choose to believe. Because, yeah, I think in the that end, she, was always she started like, oh. to look over to the angels. Well, I think when it came to children, she always like her students. She always was like, I'm going to take care of you, but I'm going to teach you how to be a villain. <laughs> And I think well, I'm going to teach you how to take care of yourself. Yeah. And this is one where this girl, she helps this girl escape, but but Kingpin is take, takes pictures of the escape. And so now we're in the present where he has released these pictures to kind of like combat her. And now she's on the She was the last one seen with murder. this dead girl. Right. So she's just like, so hey, it... I'm just going to go get her because I know she's not dead. So I'm just going to go fucking get her. Right. And I cannot wait to see like what the twist is with what this girl is doing now but she's in england and england hates mutants right now so that makes things a lot more complicated because now she's being arrested in england by union jack emma frost getting arrested by union jack while wearing kitty's clothes we love to see it (laughs) it was great it's fun it's really fun it was great i love this story um, shall we move on to which one should we go to next? Yes. Let's go to the X deaths of Moira Rose. Number three. Yes. This one is starting X deaths to of Wolverine. Cause there's something that's very interesting. That's going on is, I, you know what? I think this is the 10 deaths of Wolverine. I don't know. The, what were oh, you saying? Sure. I'm so sorry. The 10 deaths of Wolverine. The thing that's interesting is we already have Moira is on her 10th life. And in a previous life, she's lived through the end of the phalanx. And in a life before that, she like lived with uh, Apocalypse. And both of those lives lived lived long, long times. Millennium. But then in addition, in this 10th life, the mutants ended up succeeding so much to the point that Nimrod had to send a thing back to Omega Sentinel to reset everything. You know what I mean? There are so many different timelines that are now in the present. Because here's the thing. Is this Wolverine? Is this Wolverine? It looks like this Wolverine's from one of her other lives, right? This is what I'm unclear on i think i think he meets the same fate in this life that he met the last in life six okay yeah it was revealed that powers of 10 because we cut to wolverine either way it really could like we cut to wolverine in that future that was featured in powers of 10 the reveal was that this was moira's i believe it was life six there you had a mutant moira and a mutant wolverine you know, kind of being trapped in this terrarium by the human machine hybrids, the people worshiping the phalanx that want to get absorbed. Here, though, you've got a decidedly different Moira, a Moira who is phalanx, a Moira who is half robot. I don't know if she's true phalanx, but she's she's part machine in this, and she infects Wolverine in that far future and then this is this omega wolverine we're dealing with now in the present it's established that this is our logan this is him 
It's not and some alternate version. We definitely see that she did not have any of this in her other life. Any of the robot stuff. Correct. She did not. So what I think is her going to talk to this dude who she says, you are the guy who eventually invents man-machine hybrid people. She goes to him and she's like, let's jumpstart this shit because I hate Charles and Eric. So I'm going to turn myself into like a mean robot lady. And I think they succeed. And it's this Moira who turned himself herself into a robot lady that we see in the future. She's like super robot lady in the future. And Wolverine is once again in that terrarium. Only this yes. time it's life 10, not life six. But I want to now throw in, how do we write in the Omega, the Omega Sentinel? Because it looks like originally when the Omega Sentinel, the future that she's from, the mutants won. So I'm curious, was Moira still under wraps? Like I'm curious is did Omega Sentinel going back in time, did that end Change up it. changing it where then Moira was exposed early? Like was Moira exposed I feel like to that's that a yes. timeline? I do I think so too. Because I think all the battles with Mystique fighting with those people, like I think it definitely affected things. Yeah, I think maybe I think in the so. original one, I bet you maybe in the original one, they like got their objectives and then Mystique wasn't like, although then if she was able to get her objective, then they should have burned. I don't know. I'm thinking way too hard. I'm probably thinking longer than any of the X-Men editors. Are Writers. About it, so I need to stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, what I love about this, though, is I did not expect this book to be such a payoff to Powers of Ten and Moira's story and right. all of that. But we finally have gotten some sort of definition of Moira's 11th life. She says it. She's like, basically, if I turn myself into this robot lady, I will have created my 11th life. What does she mean by that? But does she mean like I can die and come back? Or does she, she mean, mean like- she's got a whole new lease on life? She's got a new look. She's yeah. repositioned. She's got a different positioning <laughs> statement, a different value prop. It's a makeover. Head to toe. One thing that I do also find interesting. One thing. Is who's Moira's son? Proteus. How there has never been any. Never. Like, I, now that it's like, oh, Moira's alive. I have a feeling like, I guess is maybe only the council still privy to that. I would love for, uh, is it Proteus yeah, or is he it thinks Proteus? She's dead. I always said Proteus. I would love to hear if one it of the Proteus. five. It is Proteus. I was kidding. Oh, okay. If one of the five finds out that his mom is alive and is now like an enemy of the state and he's a reality warper, I'm surprised Moira isn't like, hey, baby, come with me. Join your mom aside. Right. I feel like there's hates a him. big, there's a big, oh, that's right. She does kind of always, she had always hated him. Well, he was evil previously so she probably doesn't he was evil him. and her father was a drunk abuser but i His do father. feel i do feel that is a whole other ripe thing that i want explored just like how i would I was love like, a book about proteus hunting down moira i really would yeah exactly because i will say and this i would call it mom I'm like, I'm like how come destiny's come back and we haven't seen rogue at all well that prayer was answered in the other book. Oh, let's cut to now. it. Let's yeah. cut to X-Men number nine X -Men, now. One of the... Because I need it. Destiny is gearing up 
as such a kick-ass character. And I think it's also because she's young now. We had old Destiny. Yes. She was tired. She was grumpy. She, she was like, oh, tired. Just, she had I'm a pain in her back. I'm just going to stand over here and tell you what the I'm going to stand here. Now she's nope. like, oh, I'm just going to walk a martini in the middle of the Oh, none of that. This bitch loves her martinis. Yes. She's like younger than Gambit. She's like, I'm your mom and I'm younger than you and I hate you. Yes. I. I like I love that we started talking about this book and we went right to the rogue Gambit destiny scene because nothing has given me my life like this scene has. I I was giggling through the entire thing. And especially with destiny being just like. Yeah, I don't like you, Gambit. I don't like you're gro- you're not good enough for her. You're awful. She was like, the like, she was such a monster in law. <laughs> she was such a monster in law. She was throwing I'm back a like great husband. <laughs> I'm a great husband. She was throwing back space martinis because they're in space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're looking for that fungus guy. Yeah. She's like, they walk in, she's already there, because of course she is, because she's a precog. And she's like, hey, Gambit, on your right. And then he gets hit. She's like, oops, I meant my right. Like, yeah, she's I just know. She's so like, I mean. want you to get hit, you asshole. I love it. Because she's so I will mean. Say she's this, so young. It was, was kind of like, Destiny always was like this weird, especially when she was in Freedom Force, she was kind of like the voice of reason. But if you look uh, yeah, back she was kind of like the good to one. like Ms. Marvel, when Rogue was a villain, all of them were villains. Yeah. Destiny had more of a bite. De- Destiny definitely was yeah. like, no, we're bad. And I like that this part of her is back where she's like, no, I know the future. So I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. That's like narcissism. That's what I thought that she it's just showing like if you had this power, you'd be the ultimate narcissist. Oh, absolutely. Because how if you can see the future, of course, you're going to think the whole world revolves around you. Jesus. Yep. You're going to think you're better than everyone else. The thing that's also when, scary. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say when she makes that strangling motion with oh, her hands like, and you. just behind his back and goes, hate <laughs> you. I, I think that's the hardest <laughs> I've laughed at a comic book panel ever. It's so ridiculous. It's great. <laughs> this like sitcom energy that these three are giving more, 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 more. The other thing um, that else is going on is there's kind of a war where Orcus is kind of starting to like make their moves and the X-Men or Krakoa is like, we need to decide whether we should just declare war on Orcus and fight them. And, uh, and there, and then storm goes to Araco and they're kind of doing the same thing. The thing that's interesting though, is seeing Orcus is just seeing how brand, I thought brand was still going to be a little more subterfuge and a little more covert. No, no she's like, she's nope. straight up Orcus. I'm straight. But then I have a, do they know that yet? They don't know the that mutants? yet, do they? The no, they don't do not. Know that she's like a full-on head enemy of all the mutants. As a mutant herself, this is horrible. How can you do that to your own people? Do you think she's double agent? But, but at this point, it would be a quadruple agent. I know, right? She's probably not. She's just an asshole. No, Her I think once you, triple agent, once you triple agent it, then I think it's like she's just... She's just a bitch. It's also probably people are like, fuck Joss Whedon, and he created that character, so let's fucking make a oh, and we can kill her off. That's fun. I, you know what? You know what I would love? I would love what? if 
this leads to Beast finding out that she is Orcus because she, she joins. I would she love joins. this. She gets back in with Beast. They fall back in love. They're together again. And then she's like, listen, you know, it's for the best Orcus. And she tries to recruit him. And he is like, fuck you. And he has this whole new positive outlook where he is going to do right by mutants. Because he's so disgusted by the heel turn his girlfriend took. No, if I was Agent Grant, no, I would do this. I would be like, hey, we're having some new problems with the uh, Mysterium. We we actually, I need your help. There's this thing on Otherworld. Could you steal some? Could you come to Otherworld with me? And we need something from Otherworld. And then on Otherworld, she's just like, you should join Orcus. And when he's like, hell no, she's like, oh, it's a shame you're never going to come back. And then kill him another Yep. World. Yep. Bye, Beast. And then that's it. And then an- another Beast comes back with a different personality. Yes. They download, like, Avengers Beast into him. <laughs> and he's like, where's Wonder Man? Like, I can imagine he just wakes up and he's like, oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Honestly, if they if they did that, if, if like... This is what would redeem Xavier. This is what would re- redeem Beast if Xavier is like, you know what? Go ahead and put Avengers Beast on him when he's resurrected. Yeah. And he wakes up and he goes, oh, my stars and garters. I'd be like, hurrah. Because this Beast, I actually don't mind him being a villain, but right now it's like, then let's get some confrontation going on. Let's get some confrontation. Yeah. Right now, Sage is the only one that's like confronted him. Everyone else is just not saying shit. Nobody's saying shit. I want Kitty to go up and be like, what the fuck's your problem? The fuck? I want Nightcrawler to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, X-Men is great. Uh, deaths of... Uh, the Ten Deaths of Wolverine's great. Devil's Reign's great. So I was very happy. Great. Everything. Batman's, Batman's great. Batman's great. great. Everything's great. I mean, world's you know probably what's great? end. But, you know... <laughs> Our listeners are great. Yes. You know what, listeners? We're always like, tell us stuff about us. Tell us what you want us to read. Tell You know what? I want you to, to tweet at us at Comic Book Queers and tell us why you're great. Because you are. And if, you, and if one of our listeners is Tony the Tiger, then we already know. <laughs> we already know. You've said it enough. We don't want to hear it. Uh, I think we did it. We did it. Yay. You're great. You're great too, Brett. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm not just great. I'm also queer. You know why? Because you read comic books. Because I read comic books. And when you read comics, well, then that makes you... Queer. Queer. Bye bye.